Hey guys, welcome to episode 25 of the 10 Tortoises Shop Talk podcast. This one is special because we have Robert and we have a new studio. And I'll turn your mic on now so you can talk. <laughs> so uh, if you're watching this live, obviously you know we're going to be streaming it. And uh, if you watch my Facebook, I posted a lot about it, so sorry. But now we get to have uh, we get to have a chat with the owner, the the OG president of Ten Twenty Three. One of the owners. One of the owners. Yeah. So hopefully you got uh, things to talk about planned because I don't. We don't plan things, Robert. We just sit down and, and talk. It's just a little awkward because you don't talk very much. Give me something to talk about. <laughs> I usually talk. As long well, as it's something cool. Well, I thought about labeling the stream as uh, is to fummins or not to fummins, but then I was like, "That's a dumb title because you already did fummins." Yeah, I tried it out. So that, you went uh, you went from a cool six seven to a fummins. I did. Yeah, uh, definitely missed that truck. Not sure if the fummins quite fills that uh, that void yeah. filling that six seven left. Ready for something new, new project. Uh, ready to play with the P pump and uh, and a Cummins. Try something, something different. And that thing makes like a ridiculous amount of torque too. Yeah, we, at a really low low RPM. Yeah, I, I loaded it down, got it down to like seventeen hundred, and it was already past peak torque. Yeah, yeah. Last weekend, of all things, was actually kind of funny. Um, it was last Saturday, I guess we. You guys decided to. There was a wager between a couple of the employees and deciding whose seven three was going to be faster <laughs> uh, or make the most power. And uh, so we ended up having like an employee dino day, uh, and it just happened to be on October twenty third, which is ten twenty three, which is pretty awesome. But on that day, you ran the Fummins on. It's just got like a stock turbo and like what? Just a, yeah, it's got an G three fifty one. Uh, off of a, I think it's off of like an 06, 59. Okay. Uh, it just fit in there better with how the wastegate was. And uh, pretty much stock otherwise, small set of injectors and small set of delivery valves. And uh, made a lot of torque, made a lot of smoke. Yeah. Made a lot of flames coming out of the exhaust. It did have some timing. <laughs> I've not touched timing on that thing yet. It's yeah. kind of a pain with how the, the Ford chassis. The engine is sitting further forward and the radiator's tilted back. So trying to get to that pump nut is not much fun. So I haven't even, haven't even had the time to do that yet. Is that how that works? Does it, you literally just like clock the pump or the gear on the pump? Is that how timing is set? Yeah, there's a lot of different ways to do it. But basically the, the whole idea of it is you break the gear loose from the pump. Mm. And you either turn the pump um, with the tool that you can make or you turn the engine. And that changes how the pump's timed to the engine. There's no keyway or anything on a P pump, so yeah. So that thing, because we had the seven threes, like Thomas's seven three. Um, what did Thomas? What did that make? Two twenty. Like two twenty horsepower, two hundred sixteen horsepower, something with like major ICP issues. Um, but it was a uh, what was torque? It was like four ninety something pound feet of torque was like the best we could get, and that that Fummins. Like you drug it down, <laughs> loaded it up so hard, it like ch- it choked the turbo. It was just it just kept like snuffing it. Yeah, that the first time I, I had the load on and it, I brought it down to like twelve hundred RPM, and I it was just surging so freaking bad. I had to yeah. abort the run. But it was like 
at like a hundred, what was that? Like 150 horsepower. I like have to run the calculation, but I don't remember what it was. It was like 150, 160 horsepower, like super low RPM, like around like 1500 at like what? 790 pound feet of torque or whatever. Like, yeah. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, it's no wonder those things are so fun to drive. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's different. So, uh, we didn't record the podcast for, it's been almost a month and a half. I was like, Hey, it's been three weeks. Um, <laughs> And it's like no, no, that th- that three weeks, it's gone by a couple times. Sick, so yeah, but it's, but a lot has happened since a month and a half ago, or two months ago, however long it was. The last podcast was. We moved into a new shop, a pretty badass new shop. It's like the old place. How big was the old place? Like thirty four hundred square feet or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, and this place is like eleven thousand. 1,300 and some change. Yeah. So, so much better. But, like, the day, the day, like, we closed for a week. We moved all the trucks and everything over. The day, the day that we were supposed to open back up, or, like, the Friday before, the, the Monday we were going to open back up, a bunch of the guys got COVID. Yeah, actually, in the middle of that first week, it was a Thursday, I already had one guy out sick, and I, I got word that he had tested positive for COVID on that Thursday. Yeah. So I sent everyone home, told everyone to go get tested. And, uh, including myself and four of us, uh, were tested positive. So we all yeah. had a quarantine. Two guys were, uh, left in the shop, able to work, uh, plus Dusty. Dusty yeah. was here. And then Dusty got sick. Yeah. And then Cody got sick. So that left like one guy in the whole shop that did not get sick. <laughs> yeah. I guess Kyle Anzac didn't. So, yeah. So I filled in for, for Edward as the service writer and I like, way underestimated that job <laughs> a lot going on <laughs> there's so much going on there yeah like that is a, it's a very that is a position stressful still. position if you don't understand what's happening <laughs> yeah yeah there's a lot you got to keep track of you gotta communicate with customers well yeah you know keep track of their expectations it's it's difficult yeah i left a couple of voicemails for people that i wasn't proud of <laughs> later like <laughs> Just totally incoherent babble. <laughs> Call back, be like, don't listen to that voicemail. It didn't make any sense. We get into the shop, uh, had, a bunch of guys got COVID, and uh, I mean, I guess it worked out. Brooke, um, your wife, she had she was the service writer for like a year and a half. The only uh, one of us that got vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> got to be careful with those words on YouTube. <laughs> she... Got kind of sick, but it, it seemed like her symptoms were very, very mild. So uh, she was able to come in and uh, still answer phones. We, we didn't really interact with customers, didn't really let them in the office, the customer waiting area, but at least somebody was there to interact with them. Um, so that really helped out. She was here with our uh, eight-month-old son trying yeah. to do everything at once, and I'm very thankful that she was able to do that because I don't know what else we would have done. But Yeah. Yeah, that Friday, like, uh, Thursday, whatever it was, like I was fine, and then I got sick, and I was like, I think I'll be all right. I'm not that sick, but thank. She just happened to be. I, she even asked. She was like, she's like, do you want me to come like take over and kind of you know handle some stuff? And I was like, nah, don't worry about it. But I'm glad she did because like the next day, <laughs> I was just like dead. I thought I was gonna die. Yeah, yeah, that virus was, is no joke. Yeah, and then somehow Thomas managed to uh, handle literally all everything online. That entire week, and I was like, I was like, oh yeah, just he can just take the phones or whatever. It's not that big of a deal. Then I was like, oh wait a minute, he also has to do 
all the other stuff that he normally does. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's kind of a lot. But definitely think, thankful to have a good crew during, well, all the time, but definitely during that time. Yeah, yeah. Helps out a lot. So, a couple more topics. One, does this feel awkward? It's, it's yeah, different, I it's, guess. It's a little different. It'll take some getting used to. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess that means I'm doing more than one. It's funny, I, I, was, I was sitting there, you know, hanging out with my son, scrolling through my feed. It's like, oh, I'm doing a podcast on Friday. <laughs> Why? Well, didn't cool. I ask you? I don't know. You've asked me a couple times. but Okay. I just thought you weren't going to show up. It was like, it was like, <laughs> it's like 449 and like Robert's nowhere to be found. <laughs> That's okay. I made it. You made it. So. We got some difficult trucks in the shop right now trying to help the guys figure out. Has it been kind of hard figuring out how to schedule with more people and more space? Yes. It's been very difficult. Last week, we pretty much doubled the amount of billable hours that we were doing previously in the other shop mm-hmm. so trying to get back into a rhythm a new normal more or less of, of what we're doing how many people to bring in yeah. it's been you know a little bit of trial and error but we're we're getting it figured out the other day it was tuesday we actually like we're waiting on appointments to show up because we didn't really have much else to do but yeah i made some phone calls and then uh yesterday actually wednesday the next day um there's like 10 people that showed up, so <laughs> oh we're back to being swamped. <laughs> yeah, yesterday I, I, I pulled in, and there was literally nowhere to park. Yeah. It's like I just kept driving around like, I guess I'll just park on the street. <laughs> <laughs> I need to park in front of the dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> Not ideal. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been good. I don't know, just trying to figure out that new normal, you know? Yeah. We got, what, four, three full-time mechanics. Now, plus you, plus two part-time, a helper and a part-time mechanic. Yep. And then um, we got Ed in the office, Vaughn on tuning, Thomas on online support. And then I think you and I are just kind of like everything Floaters, else. Yeah. yeah, we just float around. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy how things have gone over the past. It's been four years. Yeah, over four years. I was just looking at. Um, I went back. I had posted the like a test video yesterday, and then like Facebook pops up with like all of your old videos you've posted on. Oh, yeah. on our <laughs> <laughs> don't look at those. Yeah, like the first <laughs> live stream. I don't even know. I don't know why we did it or whatever. The first live stream um, at your uh, at your garage. Like I think that was before we were even. Like working full time, we were still on the slope. I'd say this is better. <laughs> Every <laughs> everything has changed that drastically, but it, it's amazing. Like it kind of doesn't feel like it's been four years. Like everything kind of flows together, but at the same time, it kind of feels like we've been doing this forever. Like I don't really even remember what it was like to like have a normal job. Definitely, it's. I don't know, it's been a great experience. It's definitely been an experience. You know, like yeah, just the the ride. I definitely learned a lot, and I'm thankful to have done it regardless of what happens, you know? Like, I'm glad yeah. to have this experience. I definitely didn't expect, you know, four years ago that we'd be here. Like, yeah. It's it's pretty crazy. I, I, I knew something good was going to happen, but I, I have no clue what or where we would be, you know? I don't even remember how how we started this. Did we just, like, 
I think the first time I met you was at Prowl. I don't remember, uh, maybe 15 or 16, whatever year that was. Yeah. Um, and I started buying parts from you, and then people started bringing me trucks to work on, and I started fixing them. And Yeah. Then you started breaking your truck all the time. I, my truck was at your place a lot. <laughs> Getting fixed. <laughs> and then we just decided to start working together. I don't know. Yeah, but like, did we're just like, yeah, screw our good jobs and let's just go work in your garage instead. I don't even remember what happened there. That's pretty much how it happened. I remember I hurt my shoulder. I was out for eight weeks, uh, still working on trucks. And then I went back. I, it seemed like it just made more sense not to, you know, put in my two weeks and go work at home. So. Yeah. With that job that I had and. Yeah. Did it make Brooke uncomfortable? Uh, a little bit. Or she made me uncomfortable too. Yeah. But I, I want to see where it would go. Yeah. I remember uh, calling in to my job when I finally, I don't think I, I don't think I gave any notice because, because we had two <laughs> weeks off. So I gave my two <laughs> weeks when I came home. <laughs> I was like, well, find somebody in two weeks. It was pretty fun. Yeah, I guess that's a, uh, you know, burning your bridges, right? Yeah, yeah. They it. called me. They called me back about a year ago and asked if I would come work for a little while. And I was like, hell no, it's not good. I think it's like Ed Milet. It says cross the bridge and burn it. Yeah, yeah. I uh, like it. Kind of gives you a like one of the things that I've learned a lot is like the like the confidence to know that like if something happened and this all fell apart, like that we could do it again, you know, like we could do something else. Absolutely. I mean, the amount of thing, uh, this experience has just taught me so much, you know, if I was to start again, um, I feel like I could get to this point a lot faster, you know, just, just because of doing it once. Yeah. With growth though, actually let me pause for one second because uh, we're going to give away uh, four hats and the way it works is there's a there's a link that's going to be it's in the description of the video it's already on there um it's going to be the four hats that you can see here are uh what is it it richardson trucker hats is that what these are thomas anyway yellow and black i call it the ceo hat because i'm just gonna i've labeled myself the ceo robert's the president apparently by the way that's a whole other thing there is no such thing as a vice president right for a for an s-corp oh so, like, I had labeled You're myself a vice lie. president. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even get to be that, so I'm just going to be the CEO instead. <laughs> so, anyway, the CEO hats, the, the yellow and black uh, trucker hats. We're giving away four of them. And what you'll do is you'll go to the link in the description uh, of the video here. and Or if you're listening to the podcast later, but they probably won't be available then. Um, it's going to be, what is the code for that? Um, Add the black and yellow hat to the cart, and it's going to be Shop Talk 25, all capitals, no spaces, and that'll give you the hat for free. And there's only four of them, only four codes available. So if anybody wants one, you better jump on it quick. Okay, but with growing pains, let's talk about growing pains for a second. <laughs> all right. This is, a, this is a topic we've kind of not mentioned yet, and I think it's probably better to talk about it with both of us the epa those guys those guys so i can't we can't really say a lot yet but i do think that it's important that the industry 
uh, people that are buying parts or own trucks in the industry know what's happening. And so since back in the January of this year, uh, we got a RFI, uh, just a request for information basically about um, delete parts um, was what they were mainly interested in. But basically we just had to provide information about what we have sold, what the work we've done or whatever. And now we're working on um, 7.3 tuning. They've taken an interest in our 7.3 tuning. And so uh, currently, and this is kind of something I want to probably broadcast uh, videos, whatever, like document the process um, as we go along, um, like the process of certifying our 7.3 tuning, like getting an EO number, and um, yeah, I think I think that it's important to show that you know, like I don't know, I don't, I don't really know what we can and can't talk about right now, but it, I think that showing like this whole process and the fact that it's not just the, the you know, it's, the industry isn't just going to stay the same. Absolutely, the industry is changing so much in a, in a very short amount of time. Yeah. Um, I, I think that learning the process for, you know, getting emission certified parts and tuning is going to be the new normal. You know, I, I, it sucks having to go through it the way that we are, but learning that process is going to be uh, very important for people yeah. in this competitive space from now on. Yeah. You know, I, I wish there was more education out there for it. Um, you know, it, learning the process it, it seems like everyone these days is learning it the same way they're getting you know fined and told that they have to do this yeah which kind of sucks it's hard to be proactive though absolutely like most most shops i mean just like us like we didn't we didn't set out to do what we're doing exactly you know like like and we, it's been busy like trying to like keep a business running is hard enough and then like learning the regulation from on everything else is, is hard too. Just trying to read the regulations. Yeah. And if it makes sense. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You need like, like you, you like almost have to have somebody who thinks like a lawyer to be able to explain what something says. Yeah. Turns out lawyers are expensive. They are expensive. <laughs> They're really expensive. So anyway, we are working towards the process of getting our tuning certified. Our first step right now is like kind of what we, we have to do is, um, what is it called? Reasonable basis. Reasonable basis, yeah. We have to prove our reasonable basis of why we believe that our tuning is not um, producing excess emissions and within the guidelines that the EPA presents. So that's our first step. And um, once we get past that, hopefully we'll learn a lot in that process and uh, then be able to then be able to work towards getting an EO number, which, I mean, there's a lot of cool things about that. Like, being able to, like, not have to be concerned anymore about, like, where where we could or couldn't sell tuning or whatever. Yeah. I know, like, right now we don't do any business in California, like anything. And I don't think an EO number would change that, but if we get a, um, a CARB certification instead of just an EO number, um, being able to, like, legally sell tuning in California would be pretty cool, too. Yeah. And sure. the other states that all of the same. 
regulations. And then being able to put together like power packages that have been tested and do meet mm-hmm. uh, regulations, that would be fun. I think that that would definitely drive innovation. It might change a lot of things in the 7.3 market that have been kind of stagnant for ever. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that'll help because like then it then with that has to come education too, like, or if or if you don't get education, at least you're getting parts that you can't like you can't make a mistake on, you know, like a big mistake on choosing the wrong things. And I know we have uh, we disagree a little bit on what injectors and stuff like that people should. Because <laughs> I did watch your uh, podcast on choosing your injector size, and you did. I did. I feel like my heart is happy and warm. I do have some input on that. We'll talk. Okay. <laughs> is am I wrong? Uh, I mean, you could at least mention like three fifty two hundreds and. Yeah, well, the thing is, like, what I mean, most of my time is usually spent like talking to people who like tow with their trucks and they daily drive or whatever. And so it ends up being like, like, there's nothing wrong with three fifty two hundreds. Like, there's nothing wrong with a, a big injector, <laughs> um, except it's too easy to have a lot of problems because of it. And like, yeah. if you go into it, like not, not educated to like the things that could happen with them um, and the parts it's going to take and the fact your truck's always going to be broken and it's going to probably idle pretty bad. And it's probably engines going to blow up. Like other than that, there's nothing wrong with them. Valid points. <laughs> However, my wife does daily drive a truck seven, three with three fifty two hundreds, with our eighth month child in the backseat. That's true. But that truck is it's kind of a freak. <laughs> like, I don't I don't know why that truck is still together. Yeah. That's going to be a fun one. I'm, I'm excited for the day it finally does go to open up an engine. And yeah. You've literally been saying for four years, it's like, man, I, I can't wait till this thing blows up so I can do something cool with it. And then it just never <laughs> blows up. Yeah. I haven't seen that for a while. But one of these days is going to happen. Yeah. And that, that one, it's got, oh, and if I... Force induction's 472. Yeah, 472. It's got... Uh, who makes the pump kit? Is it Terminator? One behind the other? I don't, um, I don't remember. But I know Terminator does make one, but I don't think that was a Terminator kit. I think that was a that was somebody else's kit from like a long time Stealth. ago. Stealth, yeah. Stealth, Stealth dual pump kit. Yep. Uh, studs, valve springs, a fuel system I made. T4 kit, well, that 472. That's about it. It just keeps on going. Yeah, transmission <laughs> that I built myself a long time ago. That It's been holding up great. Yeah, it has, but I know when I open that thing up and finally go through it, it's like, what was I thinking? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's part of the process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that truck is sweet. And that thing, it, it made like, what was it, 560? Something and then who who even knows? I don't even know what tunes in it. It was just like it has a tune from. There's one Vaughn sent me. He's like, "Hey, try this." So, like a long time. There's ago. Only one tune on that thing, and that's it. Yeah. A long time ago. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about uh, your trans work? Like, what are you excited about in the trans world? Uh, oh, transmissions. Yeah. Sorry. Transmissions. <laughs> so, pretty excited about this class I got coming up. It is in Oklahoma. Leave next week for it. And uh, Joe Prather from Performance Transmission Products is uh, putting it on. It's down at uh, D&J Components in Missouri. It's right outside Springfield at their facility. 
and uh, definitely excited for that. That's gonna be. It's a. a is it like you're teaching a four R one hundred class? So I think four R one hundreds are gonna go to Chris Garrett. Which kind of makes sense. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna do the six R one forty. So I'm gonna be doing a segment of the whole deal. Gotcha. I'm I'm excited for that. Is it all Ford transmissions? Is that what the whole? Nope. So we're doing four one hundreds. We're skipping the five Rs for now. Doing the six R one forties, sixty eight RFE, forty eight RE, and then all the Ellisons. Nice. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Is it a week long class? No, it's a three day class. So there's gonna be a lot going on in those three days. Do you know? Is it just the? Uh, is it like current transmission shops? Um, that are attending, or is it like open to the public to like pay to go, or what is it? Um, so Joe, it's I, I, he's probably the guy to answer that question. But as far as I know, he's offering it to his customers. Gotcha. Um, that buy parts from him, which he does have a website. I, I think anyone can become one of his customers. But a lot of smaller shops down in uh, you know the Midwest uh, are going to be attending. Sweet. So yeah. Where is DNJ at? Just outside of Springfield, Missouri. Gotcha. What is your, what's your favorite transmissions to build? Um, favorite, uh, 4100s, uh, kind of getting boring now. Yeah. 6R140s are pretty fun, I guess. They're big, but pretty easy. Um, they seem to be. I had pretty good luck with them. For the most part, there's been one, but other than that one. Yeah. Have you dug into the was it six R eighties or whatever the? Very briefly, I when I was still on the slope, we had one that I uh, tore into, but uh, ended up sending that one out as a core. We got a remand for it, so. Gotcha. It's from what I understand, it's just a small six R one forty. Um, a lot smaller, but, but still like, hold up really well behind the turbo five O's. Guys are putting quite a bit of power through them. Yeah, even in stock form, guys are making a lot of power through them, right? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's wild, like, how far the, I don't know, I'm technology, automotive, whatever, like, everything has advanced so far in the last few years. It's like you can't buy, like, a bad new vehicle. Yeah. Like, trucks, anyway. You can't buy, like, a bad new truck. Like, they all have good drivetrains, good engines, good everything, like, Maybe you have a different opinion about that, but this industry is just changing so fast, and it's it's hard to even imagine where it's going to be in you know ten fifteen years. Yeah, things are things are changing a lot. Electric, it's going to be it's, electric in fifteen years. <laughs> it, 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 electric is coming. I don't know if it's going to be a replacement, but it's definitely going to be an option. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I can't picture that, like, like a lot would have to change in how the world operates for electric to work. Absolutely. Like, I think <laughs> it wouldn't, just, just being couldn't able function to this have way. everyone in your neighborhood charge the car every evening, uh, like, that, that can't happen right now. So, yeah. the grid can't support it. Well, speaking of charging, are we still going to set up a electric car charging station here? <laughs> That's still in the, on the roster? It's it's on the roster. There's a lot of things on that roster right now, though. But that is one thing I would like to do. Yeah, it'd be fun to get like a Ford Lightning for a uh, a loaner car as well. Have you ever driven one? No. Nope. Or do you know anybody that has one? 
I don't. I kind of want to drive one. It'd be fun to go test drive one, yeah. Have you ever driven a Tesla? I have not. I feel like, like when we went when we went and drove the, when we were in Vegas a couple of years ago for conference, and we went and drove like the Lamborghinis and all that stuff, like I think I would be more excited to drive like the electric lightning <laughs> than an R8 again. Yeah. Because I don't uh, think I've ever Ferrari driven Ferrari is fun, one. but I don't know how much fun it would be in Alaska. Yeah. Let so. me see... Or as transmission stuff, I'm, I'm working on getting a process down right now. That is uh, something I need to need to get figured out. It's a lot easier to train people when you have a good process, you know. And I, I could definitely use some help. So that's a that's a goal of mine is to get a process down and uh, start training help. Starting with four hours because they're. We do a lot of 4Rs. That would probably be the best one. We do a lot of 68s as well. So either one of those um, ideally have a process that isn't really, like, model-specific. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would work for everything. You know. And are you – you're trying to work towards, like, machining a lot of our own parts too? Yeah. Yeah, I already uh, machined pretty much everything – in-house, that needs to be machined. I, I, I've been doing, as far as stuff that you can do on a lathe, mm-hmm. um, having a lot of fun with that, but it is time-consuming. And it's one of those things you can, you start doing it, and you start messing around on a lathe, and look up, and it's like six hours gone by. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So what's what's your comments on the Injector podcast? You can tell me your honest thoughts. <laughs> It was good. It, it, I mean, for for ninety nine percent of the people out there, it was it was very informative. It was really good. Um, but in my opinion, I mean, I like the big injectors. That that was not as that's not what I was expecting. <laughs> no. So, I mean the the format is that like I spend most of my time, like I said, talking to people that they need to just like have their truck work every day. And so, like, my mind it almost always goes to, to that, that, you know, way of thinking. And I, I do the same thing, you know, try to talk people out. Like, the other guy, the other day I had a guy come in with 5906, um, wanting to do 100% and a stock turbo. Yeah. I, I, as I, it'll work, sure, it'll drive down the road, but it's not going to be a great experience, you know. Yeah. So trying to, to direct them to where they can get the best user experience is yeah obviously the goal you know yeah and i think that there's like so much out there i guess maybe the reason why i push so hard on small stuff and i don't really talk about big stuff is because um there's already a lot of that like everybody like everybody comes to me and a lot of people like you said come to you asking to build something big when it's like people already are like they acknowledge that that's that's out there and nobody's talking about the consequences of that and so i guess i feel like we're the only ones that actually just sit out there saying like like if you want to go big that's fine just just understand it first absolutely i mean customers come to us with an expectation of what's you know what they want done to their truck first usually they they've already ex- you know researched it yeah. Um, they have a setup in mind, and then, you know, they bring that to us, and they, and they tell us what they want to do with the vehicle. Like, 
Mm-hmm. I want all these parts, and I'm going to daily drive it. Yeah. I'm going to rely on it to get me to work. I'm going to tow my you know, triple axle toy hauler yeah. with my kids in the back seat, <laughs> and, uh, and it's going to be great. Yeah. And, and trying to explain to them that it might not be as great as you think, you know, that's, that's, that's why you come to someone with that knowledge, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. I feel like it, it just gets pushed too hard to go big, which is why so many people want to do that. But It's cool. It is cool. If you know what you're getting yourself into, you know. Yeah, and I think, like, a lot of times, like, if you're coming to a shop to do the work, too, like, like an enthusiast who's doing the work in their garage, it's one thing to, to have a toy, and it's okay to be broken, it's okay to fix it when it breaks. But, like, yeah, you can't, like, it's not going to be that same relationship when you go to a shop. Like, you can't just drop it off and have it fixed on the weekends and, um, you know, it's just, I don't know, there's a lot more to it. And so if you're relying on a shop to do the work, it's just a different dynamic than if you're just a hobbyist. Or just having that, you know, that, that understanding that it's a toy, you know. Yeah. If, if you come to me and tell me you want to do this huge build and you understand that it's a toy, yeah. it's going to be expensive and it's probably going to be broken a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and there's like, there's no, like if you want something that's fun, uh, there's no amount of money you can spend that's going to make it reliable. Like, I mean, most people like they'll do some cool stuff and it'll it'll work. Yeah. They're like, oh, let's push it even further. This guy, especially. What me? And you just keep pushing it until something breaks. And it's like, oh, oops. Yeah, I have a tendency to do that. That's <laughs> that's why I drive an Equinox now. <laughs> Fair enough. Basically, basically everything that I ever owned was broken most of the time. How hard did you push that Equinox? They towed a trailer the other day. Yeah, not that hard. <laughs> I do to that that trailer, that thing. I I'm pretty sure like if 1023 ever falls apart and I need to find a new job, I can just hot shot with it. It's amazing. You can hear a little turbo singing. <laughs> it's got a turbo, huh? It is. Yeah, it's the cutest little thing I've ever seen. Does uh, HP Tuner support it? I've never looked. I kind of. Don't want to touch it. <laughs> That's what happens. I always end up doing that. Yeah. And then next thing you know, it's broken. <laughs> next thing you know, Dusty's doing uh, gasser tuning for the Equinox. Maybe. Don't try to talk <laughs> me into it. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of the story with the 7.3. Uh, the other 7.3, the 6.0, and the 6.4. Yeah, probably just uh, probably just leave this one alone. I do need to get another seven three to play with though. It's been too long, and like being at the shop more now, and then like uh, getting to drive around and you know testing stuff in seven threes. It's like, man, I miss these things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say that every time I drive my dually. Yeah, definitely fun. Different, I guess. I don't know. Well, what else do you got to talk about? Anything you want to say? We'll work on the dynamic in the future podcast. I don't have anything that I came up here to talk about. No, I, I thought you had it all planned out. No. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I'll work on that. I think probably what would be kind of cool is, like, if we had, like, whatever, you know, weeks we do this together, if we like could come up with some topics like we each sort of wanted to cover. We have talked about in the past with torque converters. 
transmissions in general. I guess we were going to do one on that, right? Yeah. I have a bunch of data I need, still need to finish on, like, gear ratios and stuff. But I do want to talk about that at some point. Like, I guess the relationship between, like, torque converters, tire size, and your gear ratios, especially in reference to towing, like, all yeah. of those things are... They kind of have to work together, and, like, one wrong choice could make the truck pretty miserable to drive. Yeah. So, that'll be in uh, a future podcast. So, if you guys liked watching this video, we'll do it again. And if you didn't like it, we'll do it again anyway. So, but hopefully a little bit better next time. But I appreciate you guys listening, and uh, we'll have topics. We'll have actual topics on the next one. <laughs> That'd be great. Bye, guys. Bye.